Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best home of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. You and I have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny. You're listening to The Underground. I'm your host, Frank Salvato. According to a former Facebook employee, the social media mega company sometimes ignores what is actually trending among its billion users if the story originated from a conservative news source or if it's a topic causing buzz among conservatives. Now, for their part, Facebook denies the allegations, claiming they have... We think people should be able to see for themselves what politicians are saying. There's a risk that Facebook embracing the power to decide who gets to speak and who doesn't get to speak in the largest online discourse uh, ever constructed uh, is a dangerous proposition. The idea that a single company will decide these questions will create a risk that others whose opinions we value more than, say, Alex Jones, will also get silenced. In a democracy, I don't think that we want private companies censoring politicians in the news. Over the last few years, we've certainly seen indications that Facebook gets content moderation wrong all the time. They take down speech that most reasonable people think shouldn't be taken down, and they leave up other speech that a lot of people think should be taken down. We've heard today a number of examples of um, where we may have made content review mistakes on conservative content. It doesn't take a genius to recognize that Facebook censors. All you have to do is post daily to every group you're a member of, and especially if your groups are all right-leaning, and you will, in short order, receive a message that you are temporarily suspended from posting in groups and sharing posts. This jail time is usually for about a week. Keep in mind that these are posts that are penned in pages and groups on which the poster is an administrator and or a moderator and groups that the poster or sharer has been accepted into. What possible reason could a Facebook censor have to inject him or herself between the thoughts and conversations of like-minded people? Some thoughts. First, we have the obvious reason. Left-leaning censorship in pursuit of a socially engineered society that embraces progressivism. 
Progressivism cannot survive when people are allowed to think and converse freely. This is why political correctness was instituted and embraced by the progressive left. They need an unwritten set of rules that counter the freedoms of the Bill of Rights. Yes, you can have freedom of speech, but because we control the most used informational mediums, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc., in the realm of the private sector, political free speech is not protected and we can censor anyone we choose. We are private sector entities, don't you know? Second is the inducement to purchase a freer line of communication. Facebook, especially, jams the boost down every poster's throat. Share a post manually too many times in a group you are a member of and face the prospect of a social media timeout in Facebook jail. But create a post and boost it for 50 bucks and you can trumpet a more potent political or socially insensitive discourse. Manually share a post to like-minded people in groups you are accepted in? Nope. But pay us? Bribe us to leave you alone? Sure, we're a privately owned company, don't you know? Regardless of the reason, be it ideology or greed, or both, the social media powers that be are abusing their power to the detriment of the First Amendment and the very reason it was penned, political free speech. They have created informational monopolies that make the Pullman Company look like a socialist commune. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg insisted that people should be able to judge the character of politicians themselves, even as his Janus face defended his company's existing policy regarding false political ads. Although there are issues Facebook needs to keep working on, he said, Zuckerberg fed the pablum line of all the good Facebook has done by bringing people together. Zuckerberg continued to vomit what is likely the most hypocritical statement made in recent history by anyone. He stressed that private companies should not censor politicians or news. Mr. Zuckerberg, politicians and news media are not above the American people. They have an obligation to serve the American people, even if they do profit from their service. They have an obligation to advance truth and to not interfere in any individual's free speech. That is something at which Facebook, as well as Twitter and the others, are failing miserably. Censorship is censorship, and censorship sucks. The level of suck kicks up a notch when a pompous billionaire defends that censorship under the guise of being fair and divining the truth. I'll be right back with my Monday segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce right after this. In a democracy, I don't think that we want private companies censoring politicians in the news. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. 
This is an NMJ segment rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. AM 950, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, coming to you live from Tampa. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America! Hello, world, and welcome to the Monday morning edition of the Captain's America Third Watch. I'm the Captain Matt Bruce as I broadcast live from my flagship station, AM860, the answer here in Tampa, Florida, from the Moss Nissan Studio to great radio stations across America and around the world, too, via the Internet. And a special shout-out to everybody over in Germany, Maria and company. And a special shout-out also goes to our military men and women who are listening to us uh, right now, not only across the country, but around the world, too, to our first responders, our EMTs, our firefighters, police, hospital, and ER room workers, our 911 dispatchers, the Border Patrol, security officers, and the U.S. Coast Guard, too, for keeping all of us free and safe. And to everybody that's working on the third watch tonight, the truckers, the warehouse, the factory workers, the butchers, the bakers, the maintenance, janitorial workers, mechanics, construction workers, the bulk mail centers, not to forget about the Uber, the Lyft, the taxi, the bus drivers, and all those snowplow drivers that are going to be getting all kinds of overtime, especially up there in the northeastern part of the United States. Thank you for what you are doing. And also, don't forget to check out the Captain's America ThirdWatch.com website. That's the Captain's America ThirdWatch.com website. And joining us right now, we have Frank Salvato. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Mr. Captain. Time to say the pledge and get rolling. Are you ready? You got it. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, to the flag of, of the United, United States, States of America, America and, and to, to the republic, republic for which it stands, stands one, one nation, nation under God, God indivisible, with, with liberty and justice for all. And we emphasize those two words, under God. This great country of ours was founded on Judeo-Christian values, and we will not let you forget that. Well, Mr. Frank, I just uh, gave a shout-out to the snowplow drivers and the sander drivers who are going to be earning their money, but what a mess they got in the Northeast tonight, and I'm telling you, I've been watching it. Uh, the storm is moving to the east by uh, later in the day. It'll be over in New England, and then pretty soon it'll be gone off to sea. But what the heck? I mean, <laughs> it's winter. I know you made the comment to me, but they're getting a lot of winter early. And by the way, how about that global warming? Yeah, yeah, it's called global warming. I'm sure Al Gore is watching everything melt, right? Uh, you know, this is we we live in a, on an Earth that has a, a cyclical climate, and sometimes we get snow early, sometimes we don't get it at all. Uh, what we have to do as human beings is adapt. So if you're if you're driving up there, slow down. Make sure that you're 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 at an adequate speed to take a turn. Make sure that you have weight in your trunk if you have to be in it, and uh, make sure your stuff is like your garbage cans and stuff is out of the street when the snowplows have to come by. 
Yeah, don't forget your mailbox. We used to put a big, uh, big uh, like a flag up on top of the mailbox so they could find the mailbox and not take it down. Yeah, and and if you have a fire hydrant in your in your front yard, oh, yeah. and, and you're and, and you're doing your shoveling, do the guys a favor and and just shovel the hydrant out a little bit because yep. if something happens at your house, we're going to need to find it. Yep, and it, uh, it's going to burn somebody's house down if we can't find it. All right, now um, the big thing going on um, right now today is the White House. Um, is not going to send uh, anyone from their staff, attorney or otherwise, to this initial uh, judicial committee uh, meeting in the in the House of Representatives. Well, it, it, two two reasons I can see for this is uh, one, it would validate the proceedings. You know, uh, give give legitimacy to it. If in fact they're saying, okay, I guess we're I guess we've started this stuff, so let's send an attorney or staffers to this. And two, and you know, we're, he's maintaining the separation of uh, of powers, uh, which is which is to keep things back. Now, Schiff's committee it was nothing more than a circus show. If they're going to literally start impeachment proceedings, that's when you would send someone like an attorney. Um, you'd want someone to do oversight when you start to actually put things on paper. You know, as far as as far as we know, this is still an organizational type of thing to see if they want to go down that road. Do you remember so Mark? Really... Do you remember who Mark Sandy is? Yeah. Okay, he was uh, an official of the White House Office of Management and Budget, and he was called uh, last well ten days ago. Ten days ago, and he was testifying in one of uh, Schiff's secret basement hearings and said in no uncertain terms, President Trump paused the aid package to Ukraine, uh, Ukraine for one reason and one reason only. He said, I recall in early September an email that attributed the hold to the president's concern about other countries not contributing more to the Ukraine. Well, and, and there you go. Now, is this going to hold as much weight as all the testimonies that we've heard before that said, I believe and I think, and it's my understanding? Well, Schiff hasn't even, <laughs> Schiff hasn't even mentioned this, and there's reason to believe that he may be hiding exculpatory evidence. This is part of it, because to back up his claim, Sandy said the OMB have been asked to provide data on what other countries were contributing to the Ukraine. Well, and and this is the stuff that will come out. This is why he's not he's not scared of an impeachment proceeding going forward. This is the information that'll come out. This is this is why Lindsey Graham says one of the first people he's he's going to call if it gets to the Senate is going to be Adam Schiff. Yeah, and not to be outdone, there was also something going on with Lebanon at the same exact time where Lebanon's funds were withheld too because of the same sort of scenario. It was called Hezbollah. Yeah, and, and so here you have a pattern that's been established with the Trump administration that mm-hmm. said if you have if you have corrupt operations in place, and Hezbollah would certainly certainly be a corrupt operation in the Lebanese government, that you're not getting U.S. aid until we can figure it out. Yep, and that's exactly what's going on here, and nobody's talking about it, but we just did. Yeah, and this is this is why the sh- the shift. Uh, exercise is nothing more than political, as we've been saying from the very beginning. This is about the 2020 election. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the execution of government. And by the way, the entire shift show was not an execution of government. It was an execution of political opportunity. That's it. All right. Hold that thought. Folks, we'll be right back with more Frank Silvato, the, the uh, 
host of the Underground USA podcast. I almost said it. And there you go. And I'll be right back with more. Kathy, take us to break, please. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Yeah, you are. This portion of the Captain's America Third Watch is brought to you by my very good friends at Moss Nissan and Moss Acura and Moss Wholesale to the Public. Because now anybody can afford to buy a new or certified pre-owned vehicle from Moss Nissan, Moss Acura, and Moss Wholesale to the Public. You can check them out online by going to Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com. Or you can just uh, stop by one of the locations. How about the one at U.S. 19 and 54 in Newport Ritchie? Or the one in Crystal River on U.S. 19. Or the Moss Wholesale to the Public uh, store in Homosassa Springs on U.S. 19. Or in North Tampa, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura at 11001 North Florida Avenue. Now, you can let Moss Nissan put you in a new or newer vehicle today. And they can also repair the ride you're riding with some of the best auto repair facilities across Tampa Bay. Now... Don't forget to tell them the captain sent you to save even more. That's Moss, M-A-U-S, Moss, Nissan.com. Tell them the captain sent you. You'll be glad you did. All righty. Frank Salvato is with us. And by the way, I have to say good morning to my friend, <clears throat> the godfather, George, who's listening right now. Oh, that's, uh, you know, being being of, uh, of Italian-American heritage, and I, I would say I would kiss the ring, but I'm hoping it's just a, a moniker. <laughs> well, you might be kissing a motorcycle because it's got a big fancy motorcycle. Uh, Club yeah. forty. Uh, let's see, what is it? Uh, Bikers for forty five, and um, it's go. quite a group here in, uh, in the area. But anyway, now we were talking about uh, the uh, Lebanon and uh, the situation there, and this uh, other situation. Uh, with the OMB uh, gentleman whose name is uh, Mark Sandy and the fact that Schiff uh, was hiding exculpatory evidence. But uh, here's something else that's come into light. Andrew Gillum, over the weekend, opened his mouth and said that he is going to spend millions of dollars in Florida to stop Donald Trump from winning the state of Florida. Now, for all the people around the country who who aren't from Florida, like you and I are, he's the guy who ran the the corrupt ex mayor of Tallahassee, That's right. mm-hmm. who who lost the election for governor here in Florida. Mm-hmm. So, so whoever's deciding to back him to try to derail the Trump campaign in the state of Florida has picked a two time loser to do so. Now that that kind of thinking doesn't make any sense to me. If you're going to find someone to to challenge a a sitting president in a swing state, you want to find the most potent, the most effective, and the most cunning person in political circles, and it's not Andrew Gillum. No, it's not. And uh, we also heard that in Georgia, Stacey Abrams was being enlisted to do about the same thing up there in Georgia. 
you, you've got you've got two people who do who have who have problems with elections who are incredibly divisive figures who always come out on on the lesser end who are who are spearheading a a an effort to derail a sitting president who's Whose money's behind it? These are the questions we have to ask. Whose money's behind it, and who are the decision makers who put these people in these positions? Mm-hmm. You know, as with anything in politics, who's the money person? Mm-hmm. If we if we come down to the fact that we see it's the usual suspects again, like Peter Lewis and George Soros and, mm-hmm. and Tom Steyer, who who are just throwing money at derailing the system, then Democrats have to the rank and file Democrats have to finally stand stand up and say enough with these progressive whack jobs who are trying to destroy our party by putting losers in charge of leadership. Well, uh, a point of interest for the listeners in Valdosta, Georgia, tomorrow morning uh, in this time slot, I will have on the radio my good friend Scott James Matheson running for Valdosta mayor because the machine, the Democratic machine, is coming to Valdosta. Of all places, they're coming to Valdosta to try to rally the troops and vote a Democrat in for mayor, which would be the beginning of the end for the folks in Valdosta as they know it with the nice things that they've enjoyed up until now. Absolutely. And uh, and to the people in Valdosta, I, not only do I want to say thank you for making the Captain's America number one there. Yep. Um, but the, this is a, this is a play. This is a, a wonderful way to make a gigantic statement. And and you're just the people to execute this maneuver. Shut these people down in a dramatic fashion. Let them know that the the heartland of the United States, where people actually work, make a living, uh, are God fearing, uh, believe in equal opportunity and equal playing fields. Send them a message. Send them home. Yeah, exactly. And again, Stacey Abrams and her crew, if they're the ones that are coming there, if that's what's going to happen, uh, again, send them a message. And uh, Scott James uh, uh, Matheson, I know the man personally. He's a good man. Uh, he's going to make a great mayor for you. And I've thrown all my support behind him. And tomorrow he will be on the program. So looking forward to having him talk about national politics at a local level, because the Dems are making this a national issue there. Well, if they're going to do that, then let's teach them the age-old lesson that goes all the way back to the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. All politics is local. That's right. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know, so if he, so if if the Democrat challenger gets slaughtered because the national apparatus decided to put million, a large amount of money into a local election, send the message that local politics rules, and they better get ready for a slaughter in 2020 nationally. Yeah, and I think that's coming. And, folks, I'm talking to Frank Silvato, who happens to be the uh, host of the Underground USA podcast. How about that? That's why I'm doing it now. Host of the Underground USA <laughs> podcast. That way I won't say the wrong thing. But, uh, Frank, Iran, a lot of people aren't really talking about Iran, and several hundred people have been killed there in the demonstrations that have gone on over the high gas prices, which is what this started as, but now it seems to be developing into something a little different. That's how it, it, it looks like it's a rejuvenation of the green movement because of the move to, to spike gas prices. And remember, this gas price spike is coming on the heels of 
the the grand moolah getting out there on a Friday during his his weekly Death to America chant, saying that they've just found the the, the largest oil deposit in the history of mankind in their southern sector. You know, so it shouldn't play well with the people over there. But what doesn't play well with the people over there is that they're still oppressed all these years after 1979, and the world hasn't come to their aid when they go out into the streets to protest this oppression to try and topple a group of revolutionaries who took over a country and made it into an Islamic republic. Remember, the people of Iran are Persian historically. They're not Arab so there's a difference there, and a friend of mine, Emil Amani, has written written about it like you can't believe. Uh, this is they need their country back, and every time they get into the streets to protest, the West just kind of looks up in the sky and doesn't do anything. Barack Obama famously said, "We don't involve ourselves in other countries' politics," mm-hmm. and as we know, during his eight years, he he certainly got involved in Israeli politics, if not Ukrainian politics. So when these people get in the street and they start getting and killed, let's help them. By the way, the Supreme Court is going to be hearing its first gun case in about a decade. It's going to be one um, which is going to be uh, involving New York State and uh, the ability to transport their weapons uh, outside their home. Uh, it's all part of uh, the Second Amendment Foundation. Uh, John Lott and uh, Alan Gottlieb, who is the president of the Second Amendment Foundation. This is going to be an interesting case being decided today. We should hear the decisions here in about another, I don't know, couple of months or thereabouts. Yeah, and I, I don't like to second-guess the, the, the SCOTUS because they have done some very surprising things. But the right to bear arms you know, the, 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 that encompasses transportation of the arms that you own. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it should be cut and dry, but you know, like I said, the, the SCOTUS has come up. Hey, they they said Obamacare was a you know they identified it as a tax, even though Congress said it wasn't a tax. So, well, if you own a weapon and it's legal in Syracuse, New York, and you go down to New York City, does that mean that uh, you're supposed to leave it at the last service plaza in the throughway in a locked box and then come back and pick it up? What are the chances of that? No, none. And then the same thing goes for all the all the places where weapons are outlawed, like Chicago. <laughs> you know, where are you going to put these depositories for weapons when you're traveling? And if so, if I'm a criminal, where do I? Where, what places do I knock off in order to be able to yep. get access to weapons? All righty. Well, we'll talk to you on Friday. In the meantime, stay warm. It's going to be a little chilly up there for you. It's going to be in the upper 30s and low 40s down here tomorrow. It sounds like springtime in Chicago. Say That's hello, it. Friend. All right, thanks. Frank Silvato managing. Here we go again. Frank Silvato, the host of the Underground USA podcast. And yes, Susie, you are right. We must support and pray for the Iranian people. Absolutely, positively. Coming right back, Patrick Kyle, the sports quarterback, will be with us. This podcast segment is brought to you by Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, where the bayou meets the beach. Relax with your friends and family in their Surfside restaurant or listen to live music on the outside deck while enjoying their weekly drink specials and a full menu of tasty delights. Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, located at 8649 Gulf Boulevard in Navarre. For more information, log on to www.broussardsbayougrill.com. 
That's B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D-S BayouGrill.com or call 850-396-6098. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe, like, and share our podcast with your friends and family. This podcast can be heard on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and TuneIn, as well as on podcast platforms like CastBox, Podcast Addict, Sonos, SoundCloud Spreaker, and Himalaya. This podcast has been a production of the Underground USA Podcast Network. All content is used with permission and exists in the public domain pursuant to the fair use law. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network.